It is Wednesday, September 16th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Fairbury Speedway was in action last night with their One for the Road event featuring 15,000 to win for Super Late Models and 1,500 to win for UMP Modifieds. As we mentioned yesterday on the show, the fields for both divisions were very strong with good money up for grabs on a Tuesday. In the night's late model feature, Josh Richards started from the pole, but it was Brandon Overton who grabbed the lead on lap one um, from his outside starting uh, outside front row starting position. Behind them, Shannon Babb, Kyle Strickler, and Brandon Shepard completed the top five early. Strickler, coming off the heartbreak at Eldora, was on it early in the night, setting a new track record in qualifying at 12.143 seconds around Fairbury. Back to the feature, Overton was out front in the early going, but with the race nearing 15 laps complete, the battle for the lead heated up with Richards jumping back to the point. The racing out front brought the whole top five together with Babb, Strickler, and Shepard joining the mix. At halfway in the 50-lapper, Richards was again under fire, this time from Strickler with the two swapping the lead multiple times over the next few laps. From there, it was then Babb's turn to take advantage of the leaders mixing it up, and he rolled the bottom to grab the lead from Richards, approaching 20 to go. Babb, in his Bloomquist chassis, then settled in out front with Brandon Shepard moving to second. A caution with 14 laps to go for a slowing Strickler brought the whole field back together, and one lap after the restart, Shepard used the top side to take the lead. Bishop drove away over the remaining laps to take the win over Josh Richards, Bobby Pierce, Fred Kekanas Jr., and Shannon Babb. It was a really fun race to watch, which certainly isn't uncommon for late models at Fairbury. If you haven't watched that feature, go check out the replay over at flowracing.com. In the night's modified feature, Mike McKinney and Alan Weiser battled early, and then Nick Hoffman was on the move. He moved into second and was after McKinney for the lead before halfway. Inside 10 to go, Hoffman cleared McKinney on the bottom for the top spot, but McKinney wasn't done yet. The two swapped the lead uh, and lanes multiple times as the laps ran out. A caution with four to go kept the battle tight out front, and McKinney and Hoffman continued to trade the lead in the final laps. Coming to the checkered, Hoffman's car bottomed out in turn four, and McKinney was able to get a run and beat him back to the line for the win. Alan Weiser finished third, Kyle Hammer fourth, and Jeff Lika was fifth. Besides the great racing, the banter back and forth between Hoffman and McKinney, both during and after the race in interviews, was actually really, really fun. Um, I know they're friends, but it's certainly great to see them talk a little bit of smack between the two of them. In other late model racing last night, Ross Bales got by Trent Ivy late to win $3,500 at Lawrence County Speedway in South Carolina. Zach Mitchell was third, Rambo Franklin fourth, and Brett Ham finished fifth. Over to some news from yesterday, USAC confirmed the remainder of their 2020 schedules for the three national series. Five events remained for the sprint cars, 10 for the midgets, and two for the silver crown series. The biggest takeaway from their announcement is the loss of the oval nationals for sprint cars at Paris Auto Speedway and the loss of the Turkey Night Grand Prix at Ventura Raceway for the midgets. Tickets for the 2020 oval nationals will be good for the 2021 edition. So the remaining races look like this. The Silver Crown Series is at Toledo Speedway on October 4th and the Illinois State Fair Fairgrounds on October 18th. The Sprint Cars have Terre Haute on September 18th, Tri-State Speedway on September 19th, Gas City on September 25th, Kokomo on September 26th, and Lawrenceburg on October 3rd. And then the Midgets have Gas City on September 25th, Kokomo on September 26th, Wayne County on October 9th, Tri-State on October 10th, Arizona Speedway on November 13th and 14th, Bay Bakersfield on November 17th, Placerville November 19th through the 21st, and then Merced on November 25th. For more information and to see those full schedules, you can find those at usacracing.com. Speaking of USAC, we found out on Monday that Tanner Thorson would not be finishing the season in the Hayward Motorsports number 19 midget, and we found out just this morning that Brady Bacon will be replacing him. The team is currently fourth in USAC midget points, and Bacon will run the remainder of the season. 
On the show yesterday, we went through predictions, uh, race predictions for the rest of the World of Outlaws season to try and predict the champion, which ended up being Brad Sweet. And I wanted to go through the rest of the all-star schedule and do the same for that series, being as how that uh, points battle is so tight right now. Aaron Reitzel currently has a 50-point lead over Corey Eliason in the standings, with Eliason at chopping 60 points out of Reitzel's lead over the three-day show this last weekend at Port Royal. Six races remain for the All-Stars. They've got Williams Grove, Lincoln, two nights at Eldora, and two nights at Fremont. The All-Star points breakdown is basically the same as the Outlaws, with the winner getting four more points than second, and then all other positions separated by two points. So to get the lead, Eliason has to best Reitzel by 25 positions over the final six races. So on average, that's a little more than four positions per race. At Port Royal, Eliason beat him by five spots on night one, eight spots on night two, and 16 spots on night three, just to give you an example and an idea of what is possible. Looking at individual race predictions, Reitzel is favored just slightly over Eliason at Williams Grove, and by slightly, I mean it's tenths of a percentage. It's it's nearly a toss-up. Reitzel is again favored over Eliason at Lincoln. Looking ahead to Eldora and the Governor's Reign, the formula likes Elias and over Reitzel both nights, uh, but I think those are going to be wild card nights a bit. You know, the strong field that's going to be there, you're going to have 48 cars, not only all-star guys, but you're going to have outlaw guys and all kinds of other regional and, and local guys there as well. So I think those are going to be a little bit of a wild card with just as difficult as those fields are going to be. So we'll have to see how that kind of plays into, uh, you know, Eliason's hands trying to run him down. Um, the series closes out the season with two nights at Fremont Speedway in Ohio, and I think that's probably going to be the trouble for Elias and Reitzel is favored for both of those nights and for good reason. In the series' last three trips to Fremont, Reitzel has two wins and a second. Eliason has finishes of 12th, 15th, and 11th at Fremont here in that, over that same stretch. Uh, so because of Pennsylvania and Fremont, I think the prediction here is Aaron Reitzel. The 87 team has definitely been off as of late with 10 finishes outside the top 10 over the last 20 races. But the All-Stars are heading to some good tracks for Reitzel, and his 50-point advantage might be just enough to hold off Elias and down the stretch here. For the 26 team, or yeah, for the 26 team, um, they'll have to run very well at some tracks they haven't traditionally been great at, but Eliason has been better as of late with three wins in the last 11 races to go along with nine top tens. Certainly should be a wild run to the end, so stay tuned. Um, but I think, you know, just with what we've seen here with, with Reitzel as of late at some of these other racetracks, I think he's probably the choice for the champion. So anyway, we'll keep an eye on that as things progress. If you need some more dirt racing audio to get through your work week, Wing Nation has Lance DeWeese and Jacob Allen. Open Red also has Jacob Allen. The Dirt Nerds have Weekend Racing Reactions. QuickTime has Sam Haferteep. TJ Slideways has Nate Dussel. And then there are new episodes of Wednesdays with Wayne, Ohio. Dirt and the SprintCarUnlimited.com show. If you want to see that full list of podcasts and podcast episodes, you can find those at DirtTracker.com slash podcasts. Uh, there are two shows on the, on the streaming schedule today. Flow Racing has the usual USAC 24-7, and then they've also got 410 Sprint Cars at Lincoln Speedway tonight in Pennsylvania. You can see that full list along with links to watch at DirtTracker.com slash watch tonight. This week is a, a quick note, similar to last week with my other job, uh, I won't be able to do a Friday show, so tomorrow's show will be the last show of the week, and we'll do the full weekend rundown like we would normally uh, late in the week. Uh, so again, tomorrow will be the last Dirt Tracker Daily for the week. Uh, that's it for today. Hope everybody has a good Wednesday. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along 
following at facebook.com slash dirt tracker, twitter.com slash dirt tracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. And don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter. That's it. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. We'll be right back.